0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: There we go. Let's get a level. There you go. Level, level, level. I think that's it. Level, level. Your face is a mess. Hey.
0: All right. SlapperCast episode number 34. It is uh, Sunday, unusually. We're in the midst of a very crazy weekend. Yeah. Very dense, dense amount of shows (laughs) for, for three days. Or it was supposed to be four days, which is for a reason we'll get to in a second. Yeah. So by the time you hear this, we, we we will have played what four shows in a row, and uh, it was supposed to be five. Yeah. Anyway, um, before we get into it, we mentioned house concerts recently, and by the time the show is published, there will be a new page on the website on blogcritics dot com, telling you everything you need to know about house concerts and also private engagements. A lot of people we get a lot of questions from from folks at shows like, hey, how do we book you for? Uh, Anniversary show or birthday party or wedding or whatever it
1: is. So, um, yeah, just uh, pro tip here. Yeah. Just, uh, we'll, we'll, as, as always, we kind of, you know, we, uh, duck in and out of, of, of several subjects, but just uh, f- for the private shows, you know, like if somebody calls and they want to do, uh, and you know, a, uh, an anniversary party or a birthday party is what I tell them typically is, you know, c- contact the club first, Contact a club that you like, uh, you know. And if it's a live music venue, they may even host us that night. And you, then you'll get to, you know, because th- th- there's a lot of a lot of really wonderful places to have your birthday. You know, be it for you know for adults or not so ad- not you know not so young or old. But um, typically, our weekends are booked solid, and uh, we 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 get a lot lot of calls from friends to do to do birthdays and. Uh, anniversaries and stuff like that, which is always a great honor to do that. However, you know, we want to give everybody the family discount, you know, and but we just, it, yeah, it, it just, it feeds me. it's just feasibly, it's not possible to do that every weekend for, uh, you know, because there's a lot, also a lot of travel involved and gear and stuff. So, anyway, the shortcut, which actually is now turned into a long cut, <laughs> is, um, is, you know, if you contact a venue that you like and hosts live music, usually, usually there won't be a charge for the room and they'll pick up the band or half the band. And, you know, so that's, that's just a, you know, a, a little trade secret. Yes. And house concerts and stuff we have, we've, we've been approached about doing some house concerts. And like Chad said, we're going to have some information on here, but, uh, uh just even last night in Cyprus, oh, yeah. our friend Heath, you know, oh, Heath, he's gonna, yeah of course gonna have a birthday in July. And, uh, uh, so, we're, you know, I don't, we have no details. I just know that we'll be doing that one. Heath has been around for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, like I say, it's always a great honor to be asked, you know, I, I back to what we spoke about years ago was um, weddings. We typically steer away from weddings in, in that, you know, you might like us, your fiance, not so much or vice versa. But no matter how the couple to be, Feels about us down the road when you get the people in the room, and then the grandmothers come in, and the mother-in-law, and the then they're fine. We'll take care of them, right, Chad? Yeah. Um, but you know, there's going to be some family member in there. There's going to be, you know, you go, you you've all got your uncle Chad over here. You know, the weird one. You know, with the pop collar and the <laughs> you know the. It's always a Chad. Yeah, <laughs> always. You know, but you you, you know you got somebody. Uh, you, you know, uh, I don't. You know, you know. Do they know any? What was it? He, uh Nickelback, is that what we Yeah. Yeah. Uh you know, do, you know, you know, they, they want to hear the they want to hear Brick House and they want to hear the, you know, the bridesmaids wanna, you know, get up and down. So that's not our that's not our wheelhouse. And um uh so so the weddings and stuff that we typically steer clear of, and that's not for our benefit, that's for your benefit. And uh and and uh, you know, when choosing a wedding band I, you know, the, 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 you know, I only give advice. I don't take it, but the, the, you know, when choosing a wedding band, get something that appeals to the older ones, because yeah. your life is going to be hell yeah if you don't do it right. You know, you got to start off on the right foot. So that's, that, that's what I, you know. Yeah. We, we've seen this happen almost at, <laughs>
0: almost at every wedding we play. played. Yes. With maybe one exception that the, the couple thinks, oh, we'd love this band. Everybody's going to love them just as much as we do. And which they might under certain circumstances, but
1: yeah, but you put us in a put, you put, just think of any band that you've seen, you know, be it a heavy rock band or a, you know, even just a rock band, even just a a light rock band, you know, you know, you know, picture those guys, you saw them on a stage with lights and, you know, sound of people jumping around, but then transfer that now to the hall, this beautifully decorated wedding hall. And, put them in that situation. And, and also you got to wonder to what kind of gear they have. Anyway, we're going way, way far <laughs> afield here, but it's, it, 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 this is, it, it, it's stuff. And I, I kid you not for 15 years, one five, we have been, you know, navigating these, these inquiries. Right. I mean, I mean, just I, I, I'm yeah. not on a, not on a, you know, once in a blue moon, this is a weekly basis, maybe a biweekly basis. But I mean, we fail these calls often, you know, the, the, the stuff comes through the websites and there's a, there's just, there's, there's fantastic wedding bands, you know, people that just do that. And that's who I would typically go with, you know, they're always triple and quadruple yeah. the price, but you, you're, you know, for the ones that are in business, right. they are, they're worth. And those are the bands that can field like any request. <laughs> And they're usually
0: made up of, you know, extremely talented, uh, like jazz trained musicians who can fake things on the fly if they have to, that type of thing. Music stands. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe a music standard too involved. Bet. But I, I've seen Maxi some of these bad. guys. And it depends, it depends on what it is. I mean, there's yeah. some novelty bands like, like L. Orbitz. I know those guys make, would make a great wedding band, I'm sure. I know they've done a lot of weddings. Yeah, that was, that was their... So it depends on... Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're playing a bunch of old standards that, that more, a greater age group will recognize
1: yeah their 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 line was you know we play everything that's not on the radio that was their mm-hmm. that was their claim to fan and, and and they were great i it. not even in existence anymore i know there can be a configuration put together for them but the uh are they not playing i don't believe so okay i haven't seen them but they um uh, they, they they used to own monday nights here in houston i mean own monday nights because if you weren't at bingo at satellite lounge on a monday night you weren't anywhere yeah you know, it's just there's nothing else going on they just do, they did bingo that uh, satellite lounge and just just completely owned. Yeah, Monday nights, great, 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 great times. Yeah. So anyway, anyway back to where we were. Where was that? That was when we that was back when we were young.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you want to, if you if you want to ask us about any any of these types of shows, um, yeah, go to blaggers.com dot and uh, just check out the house concerts page. Yeah. Is there anything else we wanted to add? To that?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sure we'll we'll spit it out halfway through uh, through through the next topic, maybe. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I mentioned five shows. We wound up only playing four. Thursday night, um, it was all over the the local news here that there was a a tropical storm that formed, literally formed within a matter of hours, just out of nowhere in the Gulf, just right off the, the coast, and it went from depression to tropical storm to uh, well, to, what was it? What's the one before tropical depression is the one right before storm, right? I think the first one is sneeze. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, it started off and it didn't have a name. And then within like, you know, less than two hours after they just, they detected it, they had to give it a name, which was Imelda. And so they were, we had a show book that night and Katie was talk like a pirate day. We're (laughs) had had a lot of things planned for this show. Um, uh, actually, no. Wait, the storm that was Thursday. So the storm actually hit initially. That was uh, that was Tuesday night, wasn't it? Because it was that was Thursday was the third day. I think it was Tuesday when it initially formed, and then because uh, that's when you 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 and I were gonna were tentatively thought, t- thinking about recording this show that night, and we wound up not doing it. Yeah, that was Tuesday because I had just got had dinner scheduled with my mom, and we canceled that because uh, they were saying stay at home. You know, cancel your plans if you're anywhere in Houston area or by the coast. But nothing. It turned out nothing much happened that day. Um, there there was a lot of rain to the south of us that night and then the next day. But it wasn't until Thursday that it really hit the the inner Houston area. And then it was as usual, as as frequently has been the case. On, uh, sadly, with the city, it, it caught a lot of people off guard. And every every time we have warnings like this, you're you're torn between going, ah, come on. Because we've had, we have weathered like really like grave warnings where just nothing happened. And then like, you know, sort of mild warnings where all hell broke loose. So there's always a really uncomfortable tension of how do I respond to this news right now? It just broke, you know.
1: And the other thing about living in Houston is everybody becomes a weatherman. Yeah. Everybody's, (laughs) everybody's got their, their, uh, you know, their Mr. Moist or their, you know, like, you know, Dr. Hurricane or whatever. And they're all, everybody's an expert. And uh, what they're doing is looking out their windows. And that might, they may even live on the same street as you, but what they're seeing outside of your window. Anyway, so we, we, yeah, there's, there's, uh, Thursday was just an absolute uh, that Thursday, myself and Randy uh, from Little Outfit, who we're playing with tonight. Unfortunately, if you missed it, I'm, you know, uh, you, you 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 definitely missed a good one. Yeah. Well, um, we should have a video up of it. Yes, but, there will yeah. be live streaming. Yeah. That's that's right. Very even bloody technology. Mm-hmm. So uh, Randy and I went down to um, to uh, KPFT, and usually when we go to KPFT, we're always on Irish Airs, which is mm-hmm. Saturday afternoons at six o'clock. That's uh, Ninety point one FM, um, uh, and it's and all the shows are st- they're all archived. So if you go to kpft dot org, you can you can find all these things but we went on with our good friend Rourke smith for wide open spaces at uh, as randy hill and i went down there on thursday at 11 a.m and uh, we did a live interview we didn't bring any instruments this time however the next time we do it because we're both bands little outfit and Blackguards are both we're all working on new material so he said hey you know next time why don't we uh do something in studio and and uh i said well yeah we'll come in and you know do some cappella, you know boom boom, boom. but and uh uh randy said no he said you know we should be those you know we we should be that group you know that just brings everybody in here and all the instruments i said all right because the room is it's it's about the size of a <laughs> it's about the size of a hemorrhoid it's a you know just <laughs> it's you know and i say that because there's no air it's it's moldy it's old it's anyway so uh <laughs> Uh, but it really is a tiny little room, but, but they're, they're just, they're phenomenal down there. Everybody that, everybody that volunteers down at KPFT, they're just, they're into, uh, Rourke's been doing that, the, the Wide Open Spaces uh, show. He's been doing that for 10 years now, I think. And, and, uh, you know, talk about a guy that knows the, you know, knows the scene. He knows, he knows all the, he knows every member in every band. And just, mm-hmm. he's, he's just a walking encyclopedia. fantastic personality. So we, um, we went down there. We did the show. Now it was raining tremendously when we got there, but we're used to that. We live in a swamp. You know, it's a it's a great swamp. It's a first-class swamp, but it's a swamp, you know. Yeah. It's a, so when it when it, when it started to rain, um, you know, the, the roads typically fill up pretty pretty quickly because it doesn't matter how good or bad your drainage. is, The rain comes pretty fast and pretty hard and yeah. it's, you know, pretty intense. So we so we went in there, we did the show, and uh when we left, you know, we were of course talking about the talk like the pirate day at at, at uh Woodrose Woodrow's in mm. Katy. And, uh, I kind of looking up at the sky and you, you see breaks in the clouds and you think, oh, I mean, maybe, maybe this is the end, but it's not, it's just <laughs> this massive circular motion. It just keeps going, essentially going back to the Gulf, getting more water and coming back and just, just emptied out on top of Houston. And so I got a phone call from my daughter, you know, saying the school was being let out. If yeah. parents could get there, I was thinking, well, that's a little overkill, you know, it's just a little water on the road. And, uh, so I made my way to the, to, to, to where her school was. And I kid you not within, uh, two, two and a half miles from where I was, the water was up to the, the rubber on, on my van. It's it's a high riding van too. It's not a, you know, it's, yeah. a, and it was up to the doors. Yeah, It was, I was going through water that I saw Metro buses, big city buses that were stalled out. Now I'm not boasting, but you know, my van went through, but, um, uh, I, I, but like you said, people got caught off guard. I was caught off guard. I was thinking that this is just a bit of a heavy rain and we're going to, but what, what you you know, what you forget is the amount of rain that it hits since Tuesday, you know? So everything's waterlogged, everything's, everything's jammed up. All the gutters are just working yeah. overtime. So, yeah. so by the time I got, so I, 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 um, I managed to find a coffee shop in the Heights, which is strange, but I do want to mention if you want to go and get a really good cup of coffee. Yeah with really wonderful, wonderful people that, that, that run the place. Mm-hmm. It's called Second Cup. And their mission statement is they are, um, I think I think they all volunteer there. I think they're all volunteers, but it's a non-profit coffee shop, and the coffee's spectacular. Just black coffee, that's, that's all I've ever had. They have a baker there, they have, they do food and whatever. I can only vouch for the coffee, and it's second to none. It really is, It's yeah. fantastic. But, uh, so it's uh, Second Cup. Uh, their mission statement is, to end human trafficking mm-hmm. and just wonderful cause. And they got a lot of gear in there. They got some, uh, actually I'm wearing a t-shirt right now. From That's there. right. Yeah. Um, coffee so if justice. you, uh, if you, you know, if you, if, 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 you know, you want to feel good and you want to feel good about feeling good, go yeah. get yourself a second. Anyway, I digress. So we, uh, so I, uh, I got to the, to the coffee shop and, you know, just called my, called my daughter. I said, I can't make it any further. I got to just wait this out and, and I was able to get home through, you know, the lake in which I had <laughs> come. Uh, so I got home, but it was, it was that evening. It was late, late, late that evening before I was able to go get her because it's just, it's, it floods so quickly. All the bayous mm. were breached and there was, uh, like I said, my 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 favorite thing is to, to just, just go on there for two seconds and see all the, all the homemade weathermen, you know, at the, at the <laughs> windows and, uh, you know, yeah. So. But yeah, and and we haven't, we, we we were talking about this the last couple of weeks. We, Houston, has not recovered from Harvey. No. We are not from, and we mentioned this a few weeks ago too, but our our friend Pete in Long Beach, when they got decimated by Sandy, you know, and incidentally, he, Pete, at the inn in Long Beach sent us money yeah. for a week, you know, for a weekend that we weren't going to get, you know, mm-hmm. really sweet. But he said to me, he said, the storm... And the cleanup is not the hard part. It's coming back from it. Right. And I didn't make any sense at the time, but it makes sense now because we've been to clubs that haven't regained close to their crowd, but you know, pre Harvey.
0: Yeah. I didn't think about that, but being, being on long Island, I guess they've, they've, they've had their, their fair share of storms hitting them up there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So, so again, Houston's been, um, Oh, uh, Houston's been, you know, hit again. And we, uh, we were talking earlier about, um, charities. I always point towards the, the, you know, if you want to help the food bank is first, that's first, should be first on the list. And also, yeah. uh, the, uh, the shelter, the, the SPCA shelter. on oh, yeah. is uh, Old Katie road. Um, I think so. Yeah. We, uh, we, we were just over there a couple of weeks back. It was right after, uh, uh
0: a storm wasn't a tropical storm, but a storm had hit us the night before and limbs, you know, limbs had, from trees were in the streets and everything. And
1: yes. Uh, and, uh, so my, my, my daughter found a, a baby squirrel Yeah, and, uh, I said, Oh, it's dead. And she goes, no, it's not. I said, yeah, it's dead. Come on. Enough of that. And, uh, she insisted. No, I, no, I think it's breathing. And, uh, I, like, mm. I said, well, I'm not hungry, so let's go. She, <laughs> she, uh, she, uh,
0: Where was it? Y'all had gone to to uh,
1: Onion Creek. Onion Creek. Yeah. But I remember you saw it on the way in. There was power outages too. That's right. That's right. All The power had been down. So we went out to, uh, that's right. We were at, so um, I think she had mentioned it in past and she, she might've seen a mouse or something. You went in and ate and then you came out. was still there. That's right. That's right. On the way back. And then, uh, and this was a very, very, very cute little, little, little squirrel. And it was, it, it, it was on the side of the road. He had obviously blown out of the thing. And was, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, luckily I speak squirrel. So I said, uh, you know, are, are you all right, mate? And uh, he says, <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, no, he, uh, so anyway, we went in, we get a to-go box and we put this thing in the, in the to-go box and <laughs> uh, put some napkins in it. And uh, so kept it overnight and uh, I breastfed it. No, I did <laughs> uh, We, we, uh, Kept it. And then uh, the next day it had grown overnight. I mean, it was still very, 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 very cool. And uh, so we brought it to the, to the SPCA the next day. And that was my first time being at that location. And they, that's an operation over there. Yeah. They've got horses over there. They've got Mm -hmm. all kinds of, and and they really do. They do fantastic work. And that's a, that's another great charity too. So food bank, the, um, the SPCA over there. Mm -hmm. old, Old Katy road, I believe. Yeah. But, uh, that's, a that's always a good way to, to help. Yeah. To, I know after this, you know, a lot of animals are displaced and there's a lot of, uh, right.
0: You know, it was funny that they weren't, they weren't entirely excited about the fact that it was a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> but then, they did take it, but it, it, I looked at their site later and they, they do have the, not really stringent guidelines, but like they, they can not accept raccoons, I think apparently because of uh, rabies. Um, it may depend on the situation, but, um, uh, the, the thing they say for squirrels, which was the reason why I mentioned that Patrick didn't pick it up immediately because they say that, 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 uh, if you, if you give, give it enough time, you know, an hour or two, the, the mother will usually come and find the baby and take it back. But this poor thing had clearly been lying there for hours already, but yeah. they, but they, but they <laughs> we brought it in they said, Oh no, squirrel. And there was two people who ran in from the back. like, like, like how excited they, like, something exciting was happening, and they just looked at like, oh, must be another squirrel. And, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's well, saying um, don't don't rescue the squirrels, do rescue the squirrels, but I guess they get more excited about I don't know bunny rabbits or something. I don't know what they were hoping doesn't. for. <laughs>
1: yeah, mind you, the lady behind the desk, she said, "Can I keep him?" And I said, "No, that's Chad. We need him tonight." <laughs> so we we're stuck with him. Um, yeah. So so again, another you know tumultuous weekend weather-wise and we're uh we're we're glad to be on the other side of it but um just you know just just remember your local your local uh your local bars you know your local bartenders and your restaurant people you know that are uh that are sitting waiting for business you know go out and get a get yourself something something to eat and drink and yeah you know and uh yeah we're we're, we're Really, really excited about the show tonight. About playing with Little Outfit, um, and I also say, you know, go see your go see your local bands. Don't keep them going too, because uh, it's uh, it's exciting for us because we don't get to see other other bands. And yeah, uh, we played with these guys before, so uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna have lots to report next week. Yeah, next time we're casting and slapping.
0: So somebody somebody we know lost a car in this flood, but there wasn't, as far as we know, there weren't wasn't any uh, like serious damage to. Oh yeah, Julia, yeah. She
1: lost her, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, the, the 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 places that got really hit badly was Beaumont and yeah. You know, uh, you know. Uh, I think I think the of course the coast took a beating like it always does. But uh, gotta call our friends out in Beaumont, see how they're doing. But yeah, just to, oh, because I, I, I know parts of part of I ten east was uh, shut down. I hope to God that's back because that's a. Uh, that's oh, a, that's right. Yeah, that's there was a, a barge. Without, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. somewhere out near the ship channel, there were some barges. I guess that that broke loose because of the yeah. winds and uh, smashed into a a bridge portion of I ten and made it completely impassable. Yeah. So that's that's gotta suck.
1: That's
0: yeah. Millions of dollars of damage done right there.
1: Yeah. I I didn't know when I before I moved to Houston, I never I never understood uh, what a large. Uh, ship channel we have and how important it is yeah, in the world, massive. you know, in, in world trade, not yeah. just, you know, in North American trade, this is, it's a, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of huge. Yeah. But hence the city. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, it's, it's, whenever this happens, it's like, jeez, again, because Harvey was just two years ago and Harvey was, was uh, just kind of mind blowing because we had And again, we talk about like not really knowing how to respond to these warnings because sometimes nothing happens and sometimes it's like the worst thing imaginable, (laughs) like even worse than you imagine. Um, But back in 2001, Houston got hit by what at least in my lifetime was the absolute worst flooding event that I'd ever seen anywhere, let alone in Houston. Um, And it just caught everyone off guard. Allison, Allison. Yeah. What did I say? No, I I didn't know if you said it. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, Allison. Sorry, I was getting to that. Allison was another tropical storm. It wasn't even a hurricane. Um, But like a melt, it was just a storm. But what was weird about Allison is that we did have a little bit more warning. But um, it just took a long time for it to go away. And it, it hit us. It was coming for us, and it hit us eventually. And the first few days weren't, you know, we're not too... Um, surprising. I mean, it was kind of what we expected, and there was a lot of flooding, but it wasn't tra- catastrophic yet. And I remember trying to get home from work that day and it was kind of hard navigating the streets and stuff, which is fairly typical in, in Houston when there's heavy rains. And um, Houston is very highly prone to flooding, it always has been. Um, so then, so Allison hit us that one the first time, and then it, it kind of drifted back out over the Gulf again, gained strength, and then hit us again was it two or three days later and that was the friday on that week and that's when the disaster happened yeah because we'd already sustained like you know three or four days of, of steady rain and the flood the city was underwater just like that
1: yeah and and again the circular you know the the circular motion of the the hurricane was, yeah. was just kept again just bringing moisture in from mm-hmm. the from the gulf and Dumping it on us, and it was a, it was a never ending So It just looked like it was never going to end. Yeah, it just sat there. Yeah, it was it was that, that was intense.
0: I mean, if you go back and look at pictures from that, it it would just seems like oh my god, how? Yeah, it, it's just insane. You know, the medical center got hit especially hard. Their hospitals got, were completely shut down. You know, I don't even know how many thousands of people lost their homes in that one, but it was it was huge. And I remember that that night. I was uh, I was staying in a house with my uncle, Clay. I was in college at the time. I was uh, trying to finish my English degree. But I, I was up late trying to finish a paper. And um, it was raining, which it had been for a couple of days, so I wasn't really thinking about it so much. But at some point, like late in the night, it must have been like, I don't know, midnight or 1 a.m. or something like that. In the midst of my concentration on trying to get this paper done, I, it suddenly hit me that, gosh, it, it's been raining for a long time, really hard. And this, 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 this feeling just kind of sunk into me. It's like something, something's wrong. And so I, I ran out and looked at the the street and it was already completely underwater. And so for the next several hours, as the rain was, was, was coming down, I, I just watched the water get higher and higher. And it came all the way up to the, the, the front steps of the house. And, um, this house actually had a basement, which is rare in Houston. It was a really, very, very old house. The basement—I went and looked at the basement. It was completely underwater, um, and the water—the water actually reached all the way up the driveway because the house was relatively high. it didn't actually get into the house, but it—it it reached all the way up to the driveway where my base amp was, and so that—that old—that old hard that old, uh, key combo yes. that I used to use actually had about. Two to three inches of water in the bottom of it. Didn't touch the electronics, but yeah. that's how far the water went up. And so it was really, I think, another couple of hours of rain that night, it actually would have started taking in, it would, the house would have started taking on water. But so I, I got lucky. My dad lost his car. And he was, his, the house, his the house where he was staying was two blocks away. His, his, uh, his car was parked in the street and was floating. Um, but his, fortunately, his house didn't get water either. That, that neighborhood got very lucky, as it did in Harvey as well. Um, uh, do You remember where you were on Allison? Yeah, right yeah. here.
1: Yeah, yeah. We just did. It, did the streets fill up here? No, that's crazy. No, we we. I didn't have standing water in the garden. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, and and both sides of me, White Oak and Buffalo Bayou, were both just gone. Just, yeah, everything was underwater. Yeah, it's really shocking. This neighborhood, it's just it's yeah, it's it's just been, it's been through everything. Because the the one time we did leave, I think it was during Ike. Well, you know, we when we no. <laughs> made, it, was I, that was Rita? No.
0: Rita? Rita? Yeah, yeah. Which, which is one of those non-events I was mentioning, yeah. referring to earlier.
1: Yeah, just, for you know, Houston anyway. Lined up yeah. in traffic forever to get out. Yeah, and then uh, just you know say, well, hell with this. Turned back around, came home, and my neighbor came comes out and he said, "What are you leaving for? You you know?" Yeah. He goes, "Don't ever leave again." He said, "This is the strongest, most resilient neighborhood in in, in Houston, and it is." Yeah, and it's that's just, that's what it, this, this is exactly why I
0: say that we're so we hesitate before we act yeah. on these things because Rita, the disaster was not the storm. The disaster was the evacuation and it was unreal. Um, it really was like something out of a movie. It was like, you imagine like these, these sci-fi movies where aliens are attacking and people are, the whole city's leaving at once. That's what it looked like. And it was, cause that's pretty much literally what it was. And so I, I really didn't want to leave. And my, my dad called me Um, as their, their their warnings were hitting us and you gotta, you gotta understand too, that one of the reasons why there was so much hysteria over the storm, this was back in 2005 and, uh, Louisiana had just been hit by Katrina two weeks, several weeks before this, it was really fresh still, uh, which was the most devastating storm, I think to hit the Gulf coast and God knows how long, I mean, a complete entire cities were just completely erased off the map. Yes. Yeah. Uh well, small towns too, yes. I mean, they're just gone yeah. and uh New Orleans got hit particularly hard i mean of course, if anybody who remember was who was old enough to remember that that year that was it was completely devastating, and people were left stranded for 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 weeks um because there was there was very poor response poor rescue response from the government on that storm, but that's a whole other story,
1: yes, it is,
0: so yeah. Yeah, talk to Steve Earle about that. So that, and that was a Category 5 storm. So then, you know, a few weeks later, yet another Category 5 storm forms off coast, and this time it was Rita, and, and this time it looks like it's heading straight for us. So, of course, all, you know, people panicked. And the, it wasn't just because I'm getting out It wasn't just people saying, I'm going to get the hell out of Dodge. The, the, the news agencies were saying, get the hell out of Dodge. The city was telling us, get the hell out of here but the problem was there was really no plan to facilitate the evacuation so the freeways were just instantly completely um uh completely clogged and impassable and so my my dad called me this was earlier in the afternoon he says, we uh look we're leaving you need to get out of here this is serious stuff i said okay and i don't know if my dad hadn't called me i may not have left so he he left with his wife and my little brother it was like six years old at the time or no, he was eight years old and my uncle Clay and they, they drove up to college station. They had a much easier time of it. Um, I think cause they'd left early in the afternoon. So in the meantime, I went and got my mom and her two cats and loaded up my car. I took all my musical instruments with me because I was expecting just complete, you know, just total devastation. I'd have no idea after seeing the, the pictures from, from Katrina. I mean, none of us really knew what was going to happen. And, uh, it took us over 30 hours to get to Austin, stay at a friend's house.
1: That's a two and a half hour drive. Two kids. and a half
0: hour drive, 30 hours. And b- before this, you know, Patrick had, as you mentioned, he had also, uh, planned on leaving. I think you were trying to get to Longview, right? No. No. Uh, I don't
1: know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Possibly.
0: I, yeah. But he, he, he and I were calling each other. Like, That's every, not a nice thing every, to mention. So, <laughs> every so often. And uh, hey, what are you doing? You leaving? Yeah, I'm leaving too. Okay. And uh, and then you know, at some point, I remember I was I think I was stuck on 290 at one point. I was I tried 290 first, and it was just really like all the freeways was not hardly moving at all. And I thought I was smart by getting on the HOV, which did did buy me a couple of miles, and then that backed up too. And at this point, Patrick's calling me, thing. "What do you think? You think this is still the right right thing to do?" I'm like I don't know. I I'm stuck in the HOV, so I can't turn around. <laughs> And, uh, I think that this, we went back and forth for a couple of hours and eventually you called me and said, look, I'm, I'm heading back again. I can't, I can't well, you know, that.
1: you're in traffic yeah. and you're, you're looking forward at just an infinite number of taillights and then behind you in your rear view mirror, you're looking at, you know, a couple of gray clouds. It didn't, you know, yeah. so, so what happens if the traffic stays and the storm comes? You know the storm comes mm-hmm. up behind yeah, you. I no, remember you good, saying green. that. Yeah. So you are so sitting in a car. Wonderful. Right. Now what do you do? Right. So I said, you know what? I am going to go home. I am going to crank the air. I am going to keep the, you know, get get the house like a f- freezer inside, and I am going to just you know mm-hmm. enjoy, you know. And we did, and then uh, nothing. You know, we yeah we lost power for a little while, but mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. And, uh, You know. Yeah. But it it it's uh, you know it it definitely is it's it's a, uh, it's a uh, very very funny and then not very funny you know the the events that lead up to it and uh you know the what ifs afterwards it's it's you know it's one of those things just uh you know will i leave again nope you know there's 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 no like chad said there was no plan the city had no plan for there's no contraflow there's no Mm -hmm. you know there's there's you know essentially a ton of lanes you know going inbound that could have been used going up yeah. that wasn't, that wasn't done. They wasn't, did eventually. It
0: was too, it was too it late. Was too late yeah. To, yeah.
1: But at the same time, there was, so it was, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, I was botched and, uh, and then the, the, the storm did damage, but it didn't, it didn't decimate like I said. it was. Well, it so, barely touched us really. Yeah. I me mean, compared to yeah. Harvey anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, I know Well, yeah. we've got, that's the horrible thing is we have so much to compare to. Yeah. It's it's really, you know, yeah. So, and the people that flooded, uh, you know, Wes was talking about friends of his, out uh, in on the east side of town that had just or were still in the process of, you know, uh, you know, rebuilding from the last flood and they, they got flooded again. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just, you know yeah. crazy.
0: And the reason why I mentioned Allison is that we thought that's the tip top. It can't possibly get worse than that. And then Hurricane Harvey comes in 2017. And it was. I think. I, I don't know what the statistics are as far as the amount of water that that fell and how many homes were lost, but it was pretty much the same, if not worse, than yeah. Allison. I think.
1: Yeah, and well, and also we had, we lost a uh, we uh, they breached the dam. They they breached the. I think there was a a reservoir that was yeah, th- that, that was yeah. about to. Yeah, that's so they had to they had to release a ton of water on top of the rain that had fallen yeah. too. So homes that would not have flooded yeah. with the storm got flooded because of, yeah. It, so, you know, there's a, there's a lot of blame and, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, right that track. was, that right. was days after
0: the storm too. So it was like this ongoing, yeah. When the hell is this going to end? Yeah. The thing with those reservoirs, the attics and what's the other one called They're right next to each other. Um, anyway, they, they were built many, many years ago. I think back in the, the early, uh, 20th century. Um, to help manage the, the flooding in the Houston area, which as I mentioned has is, is always been really highly prone to flooding. Cause it's very, very um, practically below sea level. It's just so, it's a very wet area and there's not a whole lot of places for water to go in a short period of time. So the, the reservoirs were built to, 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 to kind of offset uh, rainfall. And th- at the time they were built, they were kind of out in the middle of nowhere. They were you know, miles outside of the populated part of Houston. So since then, all these brilliant developers—it's just, just surrounded by by residential neighborhoods now, apartment buildings, and houses, and condos, and stuff, where they really shouldn't have ever been built. So when when Harvey hit, I don't know what happened during Allison. I don't remember what the issue, if anything happened with them then, but so much water f- fell and went into these reservoirs that if they didn't, if they just let it sit there eventually the dams uh, the the they would have breached and it would have been there would have been a catastrophe so it was kind of an unavoidable they had to figure out a way to controlled basically controlled flooding to and they had basically chose they looked at all the neighborhoods around this is the thing that just seems just completely twisted but apparently a necessary evil they were trying to decide which neighborhoods they were going to screw over by letting this water out like which side they could do it it's like if we do it here we can kind of maintain control. If we do it over here, it's going to go, it's going to, we're going to lose control over it. And, um, yeah, so that was, that was a huge mess.
1: Yeah. So we have a, you know, people say, well, why, you know, what, why do people live in hurricane alley? Why do they live in flood zones and why do they live in, you know, it's a, you know, I don't know if you looked around, but there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of options around here. You know, when you're, uh, when, you know the city's being built up so so much, and you know they're they're pricing everybody out of these these old neighborhoods that used to be real uh real hip and uh kind of eclectic and whatnot now they're they're just you know the rents doubled and tripled and you know i think it's i think uh, some there was a study done, and there's not one city in the United States left that we, and it's the same in europe too i know it's i know it's the same in ireland or in dublin anyway um the but there's uh there's just not a place that you can live working forty hours a week minimum wage ish and and have a place. There's just it, it doesn't exist. Yeah. And so that everything's being priced out. You know. And yeah. without getting into that side of the town. So why do you live in Houston? You know, it's floods, it's got all this stuff. Why do you live here? Well let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. i give you I'll give you three good reasons. T Bone Toms. <laughs> next Thursday. Yes. <laughs> no, you know, there's, there's, you, you know, we, we, we do it, it. It's a fantastic city. It's a resilient city and it's a city with a massively big, beautiful, generous heart. And we are, we're, we're, we, we witness it every show. You know, every, every time people come out, we just witness how, how generous and wonderful the people are and the food's fantastic. And, uh, you know, we're just, uh, we're just, you know, we're Houston stuck with us and we're, uh, you know, we're, we're not going anywhere Yeah. except to your town. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, go out and see a show, go out and eat, you know,
0: Yeah. Support your local businesses. Yeah. yeah the local ones. Yeah.
1: Don't go to, don't go to La Bear. That's, that's not, that's not uh the, the wings aren't as good. <laughs> eat your, uh, eat your veggies. Damn it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, there has been, especially since Allison, there's been a lot of money invested in, in the infrastructure around here, um, trying to improve the flooding, or the the, uh, the drainage uh, system around Houston. So things things are maybe a little bit safer than they used to be. But you know, we I think we that's why one, one of the reasons why I think Harvey was such a shock, because yeah. um, you know, I mean, things are definitely better. I think in the inner city, as far as flooding is concerned. Yeah. But yeah, I think a lot. Of-
1: I, yeah, just just see, uh, today running today, yeah. on the Bayou, it's insane how the because the water's back to normal. Mm-hmm. It's only a couple of days, you know. Yeah, and the crew down there have done just a fantastic job in clearing the paths and whatnot because there's it's just it was all mud, you know, it was all. You know, but today I ran; it was unobstructed. Was it? Yeah, you know, and it's uh, there's it's now some of the some of the footpaths. There's a bike path and a. Uh, you know the 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 foot trail is the small mm-hmm. asphalt swing. but the but the the regular big trails are 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 open. Yeah, and uh, you know still still a lot of debris on the side, but those guys that you know they work they work extremely hard and they get this they get it back to normal quickly. Yeah, because our our uh, our amenities around Houston are infinite. They're just and they're they're far and wide and they're mm-hmm. they're well maintained and it's it's uh, a, yeah. it's a uh, it's shocking to 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 see how quickly they get us, they get the the streets and the the areas back on their feet yeah where, you know
0: well, and to be fair to this wasn't anywhere near as much rain as fell during harvey but
1: everyone's uh, a critic
0: but uh you know it it, yeah. it it but yeah i mean things are have have improved i mean the the the, the response from from people um has always been amazing yep but it did. It did take. I think Harvey took several days before the water. Uh, oh yeah, uh, over in the bayou. I remember I came over here and took pictures of it. Yeah, a couple of days after the storm, and it was still completely <laughs> underwater. There's a there's a great picture that Slade Ham took of you and Connor with yes. the with the boat. Over yeah,
1: I I took the kayak down just at four three blocks from my house
0: where the where the flood, water where the flood was. started. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it just it's a uh, it's. It's crazy to me how much water had fallen and still none in my, you know, on our street. It was
0: yeah. amazing. Slade Ham, who's, who's a professional comedian, friend of ours we've known for, for, for I don't know, 10 years now. He just happened to cross Patrick and Connor that day. see he was out taking pictures of the flood. I thought that was kind of funny hell of a comedian yeah
1: but an, uh, an an amazing photographer also
0: yeah he really is yeah
1: you can check him out on facebook and yeah whatnot. instagram stuff slade s-l-a-d-e yeah. ham hey
0: he travels but, a lot so he's got a lot of really really cool photos yeah. from around the world
1: yeah we'll see if we, uh, we'll see if that that's just yeah uh, we'll see if we can get him to uh on onto one of our bills uh yeah we'll see we, we need to see him uh uh but he, he he's one of these guys he um he, uh, you, you can usually find him causing mischief with our good friend, outlaw Dave mm-hmm. and, uh, um, and also, uh, Sam Damaris, but Sam Damaris yeah, yeah, we need to, uh we need to bring him to a show because I, I've been listening to a lot of, uh, of, uh, uh, our, 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 good friends, John and Sienna Nania up in Nebraska told me about Doug Stanhope, who I, I had, oh, yeah. I've known for, for years. I've known the name for years. I hadn't seen a lot of his uh, stuff, but I've been watching a lot of his stand-up routines lately. And not only is he completely crass and so well-read, so smart, so funny. Um, but I also thought, you know, I, I just am always trying to think of what would make our shows, you know, a little bit more, you know, exciting. I think it would be just be fantastic to have some, you know, like a Doug Stan, you know what I mean? Yeah. I do a, do a, you know you know maybe a set before and after or yeah. you know cuz these guys are and what pisses me off now I I shouldn't have even mentioned this shit but what pisses me off is uh there was I was watching a uh segment on some somebody I think it was Joe Rogan or something talking about um theft in comedy stealing other people's jokes yes yes and uh and that is endless that's just a can of worms you don't want to get into but what just pisses me off to no end is what, when you're watching it now, I, I, I don't, I, I have a TV. I don't turn it on. I don't watch TV. There's no channels on it. There's no, you know, it's uh strictly for YouTube and, you know, watching, you know, music videos, you know, music concerts and whatnot. But, uh, the ads on television, if that's not enough to make you shoot your TV, I don't know what is, but, but you can find and you will see these comedians, these guys that work at their craft, that write their jokes, these amazing, so well these crafted jokes, these uh, scenes and these stories and these wonderful anecdotes and all this, you know, they put that together. Well, these TV, uh, these commercials come in and they steal the the punchlines from these, from, from these standards, you know, and you can't prove it, but you know where it came from. Yeah. You know, and, but it, you, you know, now I think Doug Stanhope would be clear of this because his, his material is so, is so crass. And it's so, uh but I, if you're, if you're, if your mind is as filthy and as, you know, there's, there's absolutely, there's, there's a, uh, Turi, our first fiddle player, she used to say, "Well, you you usually draw a line and then you just step right over it." <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, if you if, if basically if you got no morals and no scruples, you know, you you know, you like you like really crass comedy. You need to check out Doug Stanhope because uh, um, thanks to John, I I I re you know got reacquainted with his his work, and he is just uh, yeah, breathtakingly you know smart and funny and
0: yeah you know all at the same time so yeah when it, when, you know, any any of those recommendations coming from, from, coming from john are are should be taken seriously
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the only, guys- the only time that he was wrong was when he mentioned um uh boy george he, he told me that <laughs> you know all those uh all those uh, we'll we'll talk about that another time but yeah you got me john yeah listening to those b-sides there under the bus no, with you. no yeah yeah so yeah uh, thursday were t bone tom's um, yeah, if I was you, I would go ahead and, uh, Monday morning or Tuesday morning, when you hear this, I would go and reserve your table because it's yes. going to be a whole bunch of fun. We're doing Thursday early, early, early. And, uh, you want to cook that night. And, um, and then uh, Friday, Saturday, we're in San Antonio. Yes. We're back at Mo's in San Antonio. One of our new favorite places. So, yeah. So we'll, um, we're, uh, you know, we'll, um, we might be in the sand pit. Mm-hmm. Or oh, we might be up on the balcony. Who knows? Yeah. But no matter what, oh, it's Sunday. Are we playing Sunday? No. No? Not the Sunday. Well, thank goodness. <laughs> For a change. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. But, but what, what did you think was going? Was what did I think
1: of Sunday? I thought, we were doing, I thought we were doing our choreographed uh, dance show at <laughs> oh. Hooters. No?
0: We do. Uh, the, the next time we're going to play on Sunday is when we're going to be in Weston, which is a few weeks from now. Oh, my God. Western Irish Festival, which we haven't, those dates have not been posted yet. The dates are
1: posted. The the
0: schedule's not posted. The schedule, yeah. Well, I haven't put the dates on the site because I don't know what the times are. I don't want to, you know, I want people to have useful information. Uh, But that is happening. That's going to be October 11th through the 13th. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
1: Yeah. In West Missouri. Go to our, go to our, go to our website for all that information. And also, if you're interested in a house concert, there will be the information on the, on the website. And you can also talk, you know, talk to us at the show. Um, and, um, yeah, we've we, we, we got a lot of really cool stuff coming up. We've got a lot of, uh, just, just, uh, this, this is our favorite time of year. You know, we get to, get to cool down a little bit and uh, go to Ireland. Yeah, go to Ireland. And yeah, we're just, uh, just, just a, you know, a lot of really good stuff happening and we're, um, we'd, uh, yeah, called Paul, BB across the street and we're getting back in the studio and, uh, just, you know, a lot of stuff, days are, days are filling up and, the the nights are getting wild. So, you know, come out, see a show and, um, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, as always, if you have any questions or you want anything, you know, uh, talked about on the show, yeah, drop us a line. Yeah.
0: And just to, just to reiterate too, uh, Ireland is still, uh, there's still plenty of room on the bus so don't think that it would because we're so close to the date that it's too late to sign up it's not you can still join us
1: yeah plenty of room chats, chats about half the size that he was and uh, you can check <laughs> out his uh, you can check out all his uh, meals and deals uh, on, on his uh, yeah, I have, I have an on his page
0: I have an update of that, that channel what? Uh, get on that I've been bad about that
1: yeah well let's get on it right, so well. yeah thank you for listening and uh, yeah go you know if you, if you can't come see us, go, go to a restaurant anyway. And yeah, go, go take care of all our local yeah commerce. Yep. They need you. They do. And we love you. Thank you for listening. Cheers guys.